Hello, and welcome to the Food Freedom Body Love Podcast. I'm Dr. Jillian Murphy, a licensed registered doctor of naturopathic medicine and the creator of the Food Freedom Body Love Method, a system for helping both adults and children make peace with their bodies, weight, and relationship with food so they can pursue health in the most relaxed and enjoyable way. Hey, welcome back. Day 14 of the 85-day mini-sode experiment. I'm Jillian Murphy, creator of the Food Freedom Body Love Method. And within this little mini-sode experiment, we're just tackling and taking a look at different aspects of making peace with food and our bodies. And you guys are also sort of like coming along on the ride for me while I get this book written. Haven't written this weekend again. I got a lot done last week and I feel good about it, but um, just realizing what a mountain writing a book is. And so I needed a little brain break over the weekend. I'm going to dive in. My kids are also part of this huge musical production of Mary Poppins and we've been really involved in that. And so that's happening like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And I kind of feel like after that, um, I'll be able to like dig in a little bit harder, but all my extra brain space away from work and away from just like basic amounts of writing and doing this podcast and um, all the other things that are part of just like running this business day to day. Um, And I have some thoughts and questions that I want to dig into about that with you guys in the next little bit. But for now, I'm just like bare bones. I'm just getting the bare bones done. So that's where I'm at in the writing process, but it does help. It helps to be accountable within the space and um, talk some things out. And yeah, so anyway, thank you. Thank you for coming along for the ride. I am wondering how the episode yesterday about body talk sat with you, if it got you thinking at all, if um, it's pulling up more questions. I am hoping that that's what happens with this podcast, that it actually pulls up more questions and gets you thinking about areas when it comes to food and body where you still have a little bit of work to do because that's the goal because when we dig that stuff out then you have the opportunity to go okay yeah I do need to learn a little bit more about this or I do need to improve my eating competence which involves your ability to feed yourself regularly and eat foods that you like and listen to your hunger and full cues and be reliable with food in general and that depends on whether or not you're trying to override your body in, t- in, in an attempt to control your body or you are listening to your body because you trust your body, right? It's the difference between being in trust versus control, which I'm going to write down right now because that would be another really good um, podcast episode. So anyway, wondering how the body talk episode sat with you and also wondering how the episodes are just sitting with you in general, like how... How is this affecting you? Do you just like um, having that voice in your ear every day reminding you to stay on track with your body and food? Or is there something different that you're getting out of it? I would love some feedback. You can always email me hello at foodfreedombodylove.com. And or if you haven't rated or reviewed the podcast, please do so. I mentioned in another mini-sode that I am trying to pull together a fairly big series for the podcast in the fall, something that hasn't been done before, something that will involve some guest podcasters, 
And it's going to be really important. It's going to be a really important podcast series when it comes to this topic around body and food and health. And so the better the podcast is doing, the more able I will be to secure the people and the resources that I need in order to make that series happen. Um, It's no small feat to get these podcasts done. And so rating and reviewing is a really great way to support the work and to support ongoing creation of more work for you guys. So you can rate it and review it like wherever you listen to the podcast, but also iTunes is a great place to do it. Uh, And yeah, so how are you liking the, the podcast in general? What are you getting out of it? And rating and reviewing is so amazing and helpful. And thank you. Just thank you for being here and thank you for tagging along and for any and all feedback that you happen to provide. Okay, today, what I want to talk about are your favorite foods, your absolute favorite to die for foods, and what those foods are, and then I have a couple of questions for you. Let's go. I love the game Desert Island. Like, if you were stuck on a desert island, what three things would you have with you? Or if you were stuck on a desert island, what books would you bring? Or what movie? And so I want to do that today, but I want to do it around food. And I also love the question, you know, what would your last supper be? If you had to pick a last meal of your life, what would it be? And they're two really different questions when it comes to food, because I feel like Desert Island for me, I mean, I don't know, you guys, it might be different for you, but for me, your Desert Island foods are like foods that you're happy to eat over and over and over again, right? Like there's certain foods that I might include in my last supper that I wouldn't take to a Desert Island because I wouldn't want to eat it every single day. Last supper or last meal foods to me are almost more like whatever straight, whatever I'm most interested in, in that moment, it would change a lot day to day and moment to moment. If I had chocolate cake three times last week, it probably wouldn't be in my last supper. It would be like novel, delicious, over the top kinds of foods where I feel like desert island foods are foods that I really, really like, but I'm also, you know, happy to eat over and over again. So for me, I'm not sure what my last supper let me think about that for one sec. But my la- my desert island meals would all it's almost always like a big beautiful salad and fries and you know water obviously if I got to choose I would bring water with me to a desert island but I'm also like and also like a couple bottles of New Zealand Sauvignon Blanc would be all right too. <laughs> for the end of a hard desert island day. <laughs> and maybe like you know the odd baguette and apples. Okay. So the, okay. I keep adding to the list. I'm like apples, baguette, French fries, like really good ones and a really good big salad. And then I would need some sort of chocolate, like something sweet. So I'm covering all my bases. Okay. I could survive on that for a very long time, very happily. Um, and then my last supper, I mean, I think it would be pasta. Like, I don't think that I would want to eat pasta every meal of every day on a desert island, but I think that for my last supper, it would probably be pasta because when I think of my most memorable meals, like the ones that tick all the boxes of like deliciousness, 
and satisfying and filling that like emotional social hole that eating fills past is almost always involved and like depending on the season maybe it would be like a bolognese or maybe it would be like a lemony veggie kind of pasta I don't know I feel like there would be pasta and parmesan and like red wine and a baguette and again chocolate like like I'm pretty I'm pretty like vanilla (laughs) and predictable (laughs) as far as these things go it wouldn't be anything too crazy just something delicious and homey and comfortable and filling so I'm wondering what yours are what are your desert island foods what would your last meal be and then the really big question that I want to leave you with today is Do you allow yourself to eat those foods regularly in your daily life? And if not, why not? And if not, are there ways that not eating them are serving you? And are there ways that not eating them are harming you? Or harming might be a big big word, but are the ways that avoiding these foods are interfering with your just in overall enjoyment of food and life in general? And are there ways for you to begin to include foods that you really love and are really appealing and fulfill your physical and emotional and mental and spiritual, if you believe in that, I do, need for food? So that is your food for thought today. Uh today's episode. I forgot to do this yesterday. And I don't know why I don't pre-plan these because I I obviously do them every day, but I don't pre-plan them. (laughs) Today's episode is brought to you by French fries and Sauvignon Blanc (laughs) and my one-on-one coaching programs. I have one-on-one coaching programs that will help you make peace with food and your body. And I'm currently reworking them. So stay tuned um, to provide options for people who are struggling intensely with food and their body and for people who are somewhere in the middle and you know for people in all different places with food and their body to be able to access help in order to be at a place of like real peace with food and your body so stay tuned for that my beautiful babies and I will talk to you tomorrow 